0: Hello and welcome, I'm Alexander. And I'm Simon. We are still Knee Deep in Tech and this is episode... 19. 19? 19? Yeah. yeah. I just realized we might just need to check back, but yeah, 19 sounds about right. Could be 18. Yeah, and speaking about checking back, we're back. We are back. We are back from vacation. Or are we? Our bodies are here. <laughs> Our voices are here. Are we here? Yeah, we are here. We are here. We are yeah, since our
1: course this weekend, we are yeah,
0: true, true, very true, yeah, inside true. ourselves. That didn't come out right. <laughs> I know at least one who's going to laugh at that. <laughs> and I think we just found the name of this episode: "Inside <laughs> Ourselves." Yes, um, that's speaking, brilliant. Speaking of which, we we actually attended a um, course for how do you translate the modern self self ma- self management self management? Yeah,
1: I, I like that name. I, it says a lot about what we actually did.
0: It does, it does. It was an interesting weekend actually, from uh, 12, uh, yeah, 12 on Friday to 4 or 5 p.m. On, on Wednesday. <laughs> Sunday. Sunday, that's the name. Um, lots of interesting techniques for handling everything from anger management issues to finding the que- the answer to the question of what's the point of your life. Yeah. And it was very, very interesting. And we were um, working on producing some feedback for uh, the, the course. Which,
1: it's, it's a very good, it's a good way for us to practice how to deliver feedback on anything, basically. It is. Because at, at this point, we have spent four or five hours. We have.
0: On getting the feedback right, relevant. And I'm—I I haven't told you yet, but uh, my opinion is that we pretty much scrapped ninety percent of the feedback. Uh, let Let's get back to that one yep. later. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, so since lost, what's what, happened? Uh, Not much.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's—it's it's happened lots. It has.
0: It's—it's uh, it's been a very hectic summer. Yeah, I, which,
1: which is interesting. I haven't,
0: the, for the
1: first time in years, I've actually been on vacation.
0: I was just about to say the same thing. I pretty much checked my head into my uh, my, my business head, checked yep. into my, my locker, then I went home. Yep. And I almost didn't touch a computer for four weeks. I touched plenty.
1: <laughs> but again, it's what I love to do, even in my spare time. Touch stuff? Touch stuff. Okay. And I have to say that this summer has been... The first summer where I felt that this it, it can't be summer. There's so many new things happening all the time,
0: all summer through. Oh, there, there was actually no <clears throat> no lull in, in anything. No. People just kept going. Which is very interesting that they managed to do so, as you say, during the summer. Was it due to the fact that it was a crappy summer or has things just escalated, stepped up?
1: I, I think the the later one. Because now with Windows as a service, Office as a service, Config Manager as a service, Windows Server as a service.
0: You know, I heard Coffee as a
1: service. Coffee as a service, Java as a service. Oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft and others needs to keep moving all year round.
0: That's a good point. And it's, it's an interesting way to kind of remove the peaks that have yeah. been prevalent previously yeah
1: huh so we have raised the bar
0: and lowered the peaks we have raised the bar and we have lowered the peaks where do you get everything from
1: I'm, I'm just just saying just just saying it all right
0: I, I, I don't outbound the content filter no we know we know that's why I enjoy this podcast with you I like that you enjoy it. Yes. So um, any interesting thing? I mean, I, I came to the decision that I can't possibly cover everything that's happened since the last uh, time we had a, a podcast. Yep. That's simply not possible. So I pretty much reset the clock and keep track of interesting things happening going forward. Good point.
1: Uh, I have a few things that I feel is vital to talk about. Let's go. Let's start with surface reliability.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Consumer Report, mm-hmm.
1: some American thing.
0: Uh, yeah, very small paper. Yeah, very small paper. Very tiny in yeah. the U.S. Oh yeah.
1: Have, has deemed the
0: surface,
1: surface brand almost, not reliable. Okay. Because it's not a single product. Right. According to them, every fourth Surface are sent back or have some kind of issues which make them unusable. Okay. And as I understood it, their data is actually coming from Surface owners. Mm -hmm. And Microsoft didn't agree. Right. Of course they didn't. No. No. and now we're into, like, Microsoft has, due to some leaks, had to explain themselves. Okay. And according to Microsoft, it's not as bad as Consumer Report would like to put it. Right. It's only every fifth surface.
0: So it's it's only 20% and as opposed to 25%. And, and,
1: and about that. And just to, to be clear, most of this information... Comes from Windows Weekly and leaked documents from Microsoft. Right. That so just so we are clear on our sources.
0: Fair enough. First question: As you said, the Surface is a brand. Yeah. Meaning there is a lot of stuff in the Surface brand, such as Surface, um, what, what Surface Pro, Surface Laptop, Surface Book, Surface, Surface Hub. Hub, Surface Studio. True. And I find it unlikely that. It's 20 to 25 percent across the board. No, it isn't. The, the
1: m- main issue is Surface Pro and Surface Book with Skylake CPUs. So and
0: that would be which Surface Pro? Three and four. Three and four. Those were the oh, yeah. We both had lemons. Yeah. Both you and I had serious issues with our yeah. Surface.
1: And it, it's a lot better now. It's it's fixed. Okay. Most, yeah, I would say I, I'm perfectly fine with my Surface Pro 4. Well,
0: well, my old Surface Pro 3 that has spent quite some time in the purgatory of my <laughs> desk. Yeah. I recently pulled it out, put a modern version of the Windows 10 and everything seems to work yeah. way, way better. Yeah, it should. It should.
1: Uh, and, and looking at other Surface products, Surface Studio, uh-huh. as I understood, is the most reliable. Which makes us come back to the reason for the, um, the um, reliability issues. Okay. It's basically connected to connected standby, okay. as far as I understood it. And the,
0: the specific function connected standby. Yeah.
1: And driver issues in connection with that.
0: All right. And that has since been fixed, and thus yeah. pretty much every flavor problem goes away.
1: Yeah, and if we look at the new re- released products like Surface Pro without the number, which should would be, be five, would be five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Surface Laptop, Surface Studio. Um, I would probably say Surface Book with performance base as well. Right. They are a lot more reliable than Surface Pro three and four.
0: Do you think they have any, ironically, reliable information, reliable statistics for the newer things already? The, the information
1: that that uh, Paul Thorot received was mm-hmm. an internal memo right. showing units getting uh, handed back to Microsoft okay. from the buyers.
0: So did did they say anything? Are those units refurbished and resold, or they haven't said anything about that? Okay. And to be fair, it's also
1: sh- the, the numbers Microsoft had also showed people returning their services, even though you didn't know the reason for returning them. Okay. So it could be other reasons, uh,
0: not necessarily well. reliability. Yeah, exactly.
1: Related. But it's it's interesting and. I, for one, would recommend Surface still. I, uh, My experience with my Surface Pro 4 is, yeah, things were really bad for a while. Now it's great. Uh, and when I'm looking at ch- changing my PC, I would probably go for a Surface Pro.
0: Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. I mean, the the form factor is amazing, yeah. especially for us who do a lot of, of presentation and stuff yeah. like that. And we do spend some inordinate amount of time on trains, buses, yeah, airplanes and whatnot. So yeah, I'll be I'll be switching out my um, laptop for a um, Surface Pro. Yeah,
1: um, and and probably and there could of course be other. I would I would like to try a Dell or an HP laptop. I never owned one of those
0: and use this as my primary computer. I I have one. Yeah. And I'm done. <laughs> You're done. yeah Yes, I am. I don't see any reason to have one of those as opposed to a, a Surface Pro. No, I'm just. I don't. Sorry, no. uh, there is no point.
1: It, it could be the you have the, uh, an XPS 13 um, with a frameless display, basically.
0: Pretty much, and the the issues with the uh, the Dell is the the drivers. They suck. Yep. Yeah. And that's not news for anyone who's listened to our podcast earlier. New,
1: no. Oh, well. So that's it. All right. Um, other than that, lots of new things to Intune. Of course. Yeah, as always. Yes. A new Config Manager release, lots of new things with in preparation to the next Windows 10 release. The
0: we fall, have had that. The fall Creators the update. The Fall
1: Creators update. Right. And that's also been a discussion during the summer. The name. Okay. Should it be Fall Creators Update when some parts of the world call calls it autumn and when half the world it's basically spring, not fall.
0: The other (laughs) Spring Creators Update. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, So we'll just call it Windows 1709. Right. I think actually that would be a lot better. I Totally understand why they want a proper name for it, marketing-wise. Sure, but someone made a mistake.
0: Yeah, again.
1: Yeah, again.
0: There's always someone making mistakes.
1: Yeah, but not when it comes. Okay, I I I won't complete that sentence. No, you on, shouldn't. On Windows naming update. Yeah. Yes. Let's know. let's talk about something else. You yeah. had a um, quite interesting customer interaction. I
0: did, but you, just before we, uh, we yep. started recording, you told me something interesting with a data warehouse. Yeah. in Was it EMS? In- Intune. Intune, right. So in Intune,
1: the reporting side of Intune cloud only, let's be very specific there. If you have a hybrid Intune mm-hmm. environment, right, which basically means you have a config manager installation that's connected to your Intune tenant. Then you had full possibilities of config manager reporting, Mm -hmm. SQL reporting services. But if you decided to run the cloud-only implementation of Intune, Mm -hmm. you had very limited reporting, which has been a a quite large argument for not running. Intune Cloud only oh really yeah but now we have data warehouse capabilities right which makes it makes it extremely simple to fetch all the data you need from Intune put it into Power BI and Power BI will show you everything you ever would like to know about your environment and it's so easy to set up you basically download the Power BI template what's the real name for The, the pbix file yeah the pbix file okay Put it in, and off you go. And off you go. You authenticate using your Azure AD identity, right? And all the data is fetched down, and everything is good to go.
0: Interesting. I, I very much hope we are going to see that kind of reporting scenario for um, anything related to Azure going yep. forward. That yep. would simplify a lot of things. Yeah. And if
1: you would like to know more or know how to use this, you can always read my blog post on it. Nice. Yep that's really nice i i was going crazy when they announced it because that's a huge improvement and will make things a lot easier
0: nice very 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 nice
1: to hear just a point when we are talking about modern management solutions Mm -hmm. did you know that VMware last night released support for Chromebooks in AirWatch yes
0: i saw that's That's freaking
1: huge it is It is indeed. And Chrome Enterprise looks really interesting as well. I haven't read on on it yet, but
0: uh, Google isn't down yet. Oh no, 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 no. Oh no, no. It's easy to forget that they are ginormous and they have corners of the market that the other players have yet to find. Yeah. And they've already been pretty seriously entrenched. Yeah. So moving back to Azure. Oh yeah, yeah. I had a very interesting discussion with one of my customers the other day. You probably heard this situation before. Someone decides to do something in Azure, everybody says, oh, this is a great idea. Start drawing and start designing, and then you bump up to the the great wall of the networking. Okay, we're going to need to open some holes in the firewall to get a VPN through. Just stroll over to the networking guys. Say hi, guys. I want to have this, and they go, "Wait, what?" Followed by a no, 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 no. This no, go away. And that was pretty much where we were at. Yep. So, to make a long story short, the customer in in uh, in this case had neglected to speak to their IT security guy and the networking guys. Yep that's that's never good uh it's a bit of an oversight yeah even if you don't
1: like them talk to them they do have something to add most of the time they they do yeah and things get very complicated when you talk to them when it's too late oh
0: yeah, yeah and they one needs to remember that they usually have the power to shut things down yeah on the other hand that's exactly what they're there for yeah so they should have a fairly negative view on things So, we decided to to do a meeting just uh, having me and the networking guys and the security guys. And I told them from the beginning the point of this meeting is not to show you how things are done with technology. That's easy. Yep. How can I alleviate your fears of security in? Azure and security in cloud infrastructure in general. What are your views on um, networking security design? How does this map to your IT security policy? And so on and so forth. So we did some fairly serious deep dives to specific technological implementation, such as the um, data management gateway, uh, the VPN, uh, the VNet, uh, Stack and so on and so forth, just to, to point some things out. And my point of this whole rant is we have so much information when it comes to how to technically do something in Azure. Yep. But we have a tendency to miss the bigger picture, so to speak. How does this map into our existing framework? Yep. Since it would be wonderful if we just overnight, boom, went to the cloud. But it doesn't work that way. We are going to have a lot of legacy stuff. And since we are used to designing networking in a way that no one, and I mean no one, comes in or out without networking guys knowing about it, coming from pretty much the other way, dragging in a new entry point in the shape of a Azure service or a, something related to Azure, it's going to give the networking guys creeps. Yep, of course. So it was a very interesting discussion. I learned a lot about what kind of fears drives networking guys. Yep. And it's easy to to see that a lot of the established truths about security might not necessarily translate to the cloud. Yep. There's this saying that you would never ever put a database publicly available to the internet. That's just the way it is. And my immediate question is, okay, why not? Yes, it's a bigger uh, security footprint than a web server, for for instance. But patch the damn thing. Keep track of it. Put a serious um, stuff in front of it it's not necessarily an issue and focus on the actual issues yep. as opposed to the, um, the the ideas of how things are supposed to be exactly and things
1: need to change things, things need to change yep.
0: and and everybody everybody in that room needed to keep the, the big boy pants on yep I don't know everything yep. and I don't know what the other side is thinking so yep. talk to each other
1: yeah and and it's important to remember that even though we can run the same workloads in the cloud as we do on-prem, mm-hmm. it's Premises. not the same.
0: Premises. Premises. On-premises. On-prem. Okay. Oh, whatever. Move on.
1: It, it's not necessarily the same. It it, is it's, not, not, it's not the same to put things in the cloud as putting them on the internet.
0: Definitely not. Very good point. Yeah. And uh, the last point I want to make is that the words may be the same. Yeah. But the meaning may not necessarily have the same,
1: carry the same depth. Yeah, exactly. And what what strikes me as extraordinary after your rant, you did this in one or under one hour. I did. Yeah,
0: it was interesting. Yeah, and everyone was was cordial and interested. And I think that just pointing out early that I'm not here to tell you how things are. Yep. I want to hear your side of the story. Excellent. I want to know what, what drives you? what fears do you have? How yep. can I alleviate this? How can I help you? Which is pretty much my opinion of .IT. How can I help you do what you're doing? Yep. So yeah, good rant. Thank you. <laughs> so, what's going but, to happen forward going forward for this pod? Yeah, I think we're, we're
1: you my next sentence will make you laugh. You're
0: quite mature now am i now <laughs> yeah. apparently we are going to have to discuss this off off microphone yeah but yes
1: yeah so we are first of all going to publish these podcasts and our previous ones on itunes yes we to make are it easier for people to listen <laughs> to them yeah we will uh, you you have heard our new theme song yep we I think we had it in the last... Two or three episodes. Two or three episodes. Yeah. And we will make a bigger effort to include friends, colleagues
0: yeah, in, we, in this podcast. Yeah, we were, we were talking about it earlier. And, and we are we have come to the the point where we are going to actually do it and not just talk about it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yep, and I agree. I dare not to... <laughs> Good man. Yep. Yeah. So that's what's happening moving forward. We will report on our trips. Yep.
0: Later uh, this fall, autumn, spring, or whatever it's called. Yep. I'm going to the Pass Summit. Yep. In in October, late October, early November. You're going to Ignite. Yep. I hate you for that one. <laughs> um, but on the other hand, I get to spend two weeks uh, vacationing in Japan, so. It, I'm, I'm sure For you. Yes, very much for uh, me.
1: I also hope to go to both the UK and Ireland later in, in the winter. Oh, yeah. Speaking at the... Um, Citrix user groups. How did I end up over there? Is a good question. That's... It's not confirmed yet, but hopefully I okay. will do that. Yep. Uh, and I've had some great discussions with people from the Citrix and virtualization community uh, previously in this year right so I'll meet some of them and it would be great to record something over there yep
0: uh, we have tech days Swedish tech days we have the tech days which I will not be attending you will be yeah you're actually speaking yeah I speaking. didn't get a slot this year um, I'm going to speak at secret Saturday in Gothenburg uh, September 23rd yeah I'll see if I can bring my um, uh, one of my uh, microphones yep just to see if I can Catch a few minutes with with some of the present presenters. Yep. What more is happening? Our tame fin will be returning. Yes, and our tame fin, as I think we already said, is a fully fledged MCT these Yes.
1: Yes. So we'll be attending the MCT summit as well.
0: Uh, yeah. That prior was... to
1: ignite. Yep. MCT zero day.
0: I'm quite jealous for you guys. That was amazing last year.
1: Yeah. Uh, it it looks like an amazing venue this year as well. Yeah. So I, I think it will be really good. Okay. Um,
0: so we have we have a quite busy H2. I think so. Uh, the second half of 2017 is going to be pretty busy.
1: Yeah. We have lots of releases. We will probably see a new Windows Server version, a new Windows version, new Config SQL Manager, server. SQL Server, uh, Office... Power BI is going crazy with it new is. stuff.
0: Microsoft 365.
1: Microsoft 365. It is very interesting. Yeah, uh, and all other things. Yeah, I I I can't wait to see more of the LinkedIn uh, acquisition to sip in into Outlook and uh, Dynamics. I, I don't know a thing about Dynamics, mm. but to see what LinkedIn actually can. Sp- how LinkedIn can start make
0: a difference. I was about to say how LinkedIn can start makes sense, but that's another <laughs> story. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, it's it was a great acquisition and getting to, to actually use that huge amount of data. Yeah. Have you tried LinkedIn Learning? No. That would, Or is it Linda?
1: Linda.com. Linda. No, that's another thing. That's another thing. LinkedIn Learning would be interesting to see how they can incorporate into Microsoft as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And from last year's MCT Summit, it it actually sounded like Pluralsight and LinkedIn Learning were getting along quite nicely.
0: They were indeed. And LinkedIn Learning and Microsoft Virtual Academy are going to be the same
1: thing.
0: But yeah, it it seems like um, Pluralsight's managed to to carve out its own niche. Yep, that's interesting. All right. Um, 26 minutes. I think we're... I think we're done. I think we're kind of running out of steam yeah. for this first <laughs> episode back, back in the trenches.
1: We will do our best to keep giving you weekly episodes. Yeah. Uh, we'll be away for a bit on vacation and stuff, but we'll do our best to keep you updated on the latest Microsoft Enterprise technology thingy. Thingy.
0: Yeah. I mean, we we found a medium that we both like. Yeah. Uh, very much and we'll just keep doing it yep all right well on that kind of very uh, polite and and careful bombshell (laughs) it's time to end the show and see you next week or in the next episode yeah have a good one have a good one